Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Might want to turn that down just a little bit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of SCNS Live, the Super Cool Nerd Show. Thank you for joining us out there in the Super Cool Nerd Nation for another week of news nerds that are back in studio on our second show only. Anyway, thank you for joining us out there in the Super Cool Nerd Nation. My name is Jason the X. I don't do this by myself. Them people know what That's Cora. Hello. And that will be Rick as the lower thirds It would introduce them as, as being. Because I forgot I still do lower thirds on this thing. You know, just uh, is is that the thing that you forgot? I, I no, I I totally remembered it. I okay. just I just forgot that it was a feature for a split second, oh. and I was like, oh yeah, select that. <laughs> I, I even made one for over here, but oh, do I still have it? I do, I do have one for myself that I do for the Aww. streams. Look at that! Look at me! That's me! That's me right there! Right there! Right there! Ooh, ooh. Yes, I woke to find I got like <laughs> seven hundred followers on Instagram for some reason. Like, wh- who are these people, and why do they care? <laughs> about random toys because <laughs> toys man toys I mean you know this toys are life toys are life they me. are planning how they can steal your collection I appreciate all the love that I did on a recent mod on that US agent figure over there yeah I think it was bomb like they, they put an A on his forehead which US agent don't have and they didn't paint his chest thanks Hasbro you can screw up a US agent or just call it a US half ass agent here oh damn but you can't make Stingray <laughs> why do you hashtag keep makes hashtag stingray for Marvel Legends? Why do you keep pushing for a character that killed Steve Irwin? I don't, sir, I first don't... of all, you need to stop saying that, sir. <laughs> sir, stingray Doctor Newell does not kill, or does he kill? I don't know. Either way, that's not really a deal breaker for me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they made a Mister Hyde figure recently as a build a figure. They yeah, made cool. freaking White Rabbit. Who's White Rabbit? I don't know. No one does either. White Rabbit's from, isn't he from the Wizard, uh, the Alice in Wonderland? First off, it's a she, you plebe. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look, you can't pull that because you didn't know who they were either. I, White Rabbit? No, I didn't know who White Rabbit was. I was Apparently, just more like, why did they make White Rabbit? <laughs> because White Rabbit's awesome. She's cool. No, she's not at all. She's anything She's but cool enough cool. to get a toy. She's basically a lazy furry. So. Uh, apparently cooler than Stingray. <sighs> anyway. Out of, what all, about the, that, out of the all the main figures in my in my massive Marvel Legends collection, and trust me, they are they they are lame. There are so many lame figures up there. They have not made. They made a freaking Disco Dazzler and a Black Tom Cassidy. Who's Black Tom <laughs> Cassidy? That's right. You don't know. Y'all don't know what, one cares. What's that green one? The, the frog dude? They made frog man. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to say frog man. Rest. Y'all, mark my words. I am the voice of the voiceless. Oh. For all the people that, all the Stingray fans out there that want this figure. That are crying out. That, that want to feel the sting. Carl, I know this guy. He's from Twitter. I know this guy. He's from Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The, the Hasbro people... Uh, from Marvel Legends did a stream today showing off some new figs but they're from Age of Apocalypse and Spidey figure and I put in the stream what about Stingray and then like a couple passed by and someone was like 
Hey, that's that dude from Twitter. <laughs> so Hasbro, please, um, we love you. You're great to us. You're great to Jason the X over here with all the action I'm figures. Just saying. Please sponsor us. Don't take any any of this uh, unwarranted um, malicious. I, I am not going to hashtag rest. Stingray. I know. I know we do a toy show around here, but I'll. Hashtag, yes, hashtag Stingray from Marvel Legends. Hashtag Stingray. Why do you make your own? Hashtag, no, I'm not that good. <laughs> hashtag no. First off, yeah, <laughs> hashtag Jason ain't that good. There are plenty of customizers out there. And I will not rest, though. It will happen. I don't care what I have to do. Oh, my God, the first con we go to, he's going to go out there with a giant sign that says, Okay, Give first off, if we ever return to SDCC, as we know, we can probably oh, talk oh, to the Hasbro people. Oh, Lord. This will Oh. What's going to be great is when you ask them about Stingray and they are like, ah, yes, you must be Jason the X. <laughs> oh, you're that guy. <laughs> Either that, they're gonna go. And they will. Imme- they will immediately deny us the interview. What y'all? What y'all need to start retweeting these and help me get the word out, okay? None of y'all the- need to share. I'm. I'm you know what? I'm the Jay- I'm the boss around here. I'm Jason. demanding that y'all. Do wow! That. In the six years that I've been on As- the show, you've never pulled that card. Okay, if you're going to pull the boss part card as assistant manager, I don't have to do that. First of all, I have, I have never asked y'all to do anything <laughs> with such with such fervor and disrespect. As a former um, intern, today, I don't have to do that either because I'm no longer an intern. Yeah, y'all, today, <laughs> it, it, uh, this, you know what? I'm not going to, look, we, we don't need to get HR involved, but I'm just saying your jobs. I am be, HR. Your jobs might be a lot near. If I don't see a retweet and a like... And um, oh, a comment boy. on every one of my Stingray posts from here on. <laughs> Hold on what's your Twitter handle? I, I'm just going to... Duh, it's at Jason the X. I'm just going to say that I don't think any of my followers like Marvel... Because they're all following me for the Suikoden stuff. Here, no, hold on, hold on. I Jason, could... look, look, look. I, I'm doing this on live stream right now. See? Retweet. I there. There you go. I need to... You know... It has fallen on my broad and meaty shoulders to bring knowledge of the man known as Stingray to the world. So what does he do? Huh? Besides, like, fish soup or something. Or, like, fin soup. Does he make fin soup? Okay, first off, he's like, um, it's a suit that he wears that's, like, uh, technology that helps him. He's actually an undersea researcher. So he made this suit to survive uh, crushing depths of the ocean. And uh, speed by he can also fly with it and release electrical blasts. So he's like he's a marine biologist. Okay, so he's like a lesser Manta from DC. He's a man of peace and science. <laughs> Not everybody has to be a hero, but anyway, this this is gonna happen. So I'm enjoying busting your balls. So what I'm, so what I'm hearing this. is he's like Jotaro Kudro, except instead of being obsessed with dolphins, he's obsessed with stingrays. Got it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I understood about only eight of the words that you said on that. So I, I will. I'm. I. You know what? I own YouTube channels. I'm just going to make some videos and tell people why they need to make this happen. But I, well, we will well, move on. Well, Jason, I just retweeted all three of your Stingray tweets. Thank you. Thank so you. Marvel and Disney and Hasbro need to listen to me. And oh God, we're going to get shit okay. done, aren't we? Yeah, we are. It's been nice knowing all so of you. So welcome to our last ever SCNS show. <laughs> Uh, no, no, seriously, and, though, and I actually, hope you get your Stingray, though. That, that... I, I, I want my Stingray. I think about all the lame Marvel characters I have bought, and I, I was like, why haven't they made Stingray? Why did they say, hey, we won't give you the toy, but we'll give you a Stingray car? No. You no. want the toy? I need 
this is not for me. I'm doing this for the millions and millions of Stingray fans out there. All right, Rocky. He's doing it for the children. Exactly. His 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 likeness and wor- it needs to live on through the years. But regardless, let's get to some actual news and not just a campaign of justice. <laughs> so uh, we are less than a month away from the electronics. Entertainment Expo E3, which will be digital this year, but hey, still get to show off some stuff. And already, state of play for uh, PlayStation. They have shown the new uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, well, the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, 14 minutes of gameplay. And yes, put it in my veins, please, now. (laughs) But uh, it will take place June 12th through June 15th. Uh, There's going to be several video conferences, four day long live stream. Uh, already some sites uh, Xbox and Bethesda will have a showcase sweet because you know they have just like gotten together and they're about to make some sweet sweet babies so <laughs> um, but uh, they're gonna have a uh, a double feature show name that Bethesda will be front and center for science fiction double feature I mean they put all that money in there they, they want some they want some results Microsoft getting a little too powerful also a lot of indie games so Look for that. Sony, <clears throat> unfortunately, is running their own state of play, uh, state of play events. So don't look for anything from them. That's you know we, we are rumored that we will see something for God of War Ragnarok. Yes. And uh, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West is the name. Those are the ones that will be headlining the show. Nintendo, of course, does their Nintendo Direct live streams, but the and these are rumors. But they come, they come from a reputable source. Um, Bayonetta 3 uh, will possibly be shown. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Splatoon 3 and... Oh, Lord. Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> oh. Please make this happen, Nintendo. What if that one's just a rumor to make you upset? I mean, I could see it. I could see. It. So from Ubisoft, we're expecting to see Far Cry Six, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and the Prince of Persia: uh, Sands of Time remake. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Also rumored are Skull and Bones and Beyond Good and Evil Two. Which, damn, I forgot they were making Beyond Good and Evil Two. It's been that long. Wow. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> of course, EA expect to show Dragon Age Four, Skate Four, Battlefield Six. Um, and they're going to have their EA Play Live Showcase at, uh, well, not at E3, but during the events. Uh, otherwise, that's all we know now. Um, nothing about possibly an AEW game? Uh, nothing announced so far. But, I mean, this is we're, we're, talk, we're still a month out. Everything's going to be kept very close to the best. These are all True. leaks. Some of them may not be. I, I went through most of these just to like see like where they were in development. There were a bunch I left out. Like, until we hear something about it, I'm going to leave it out there. But this is shaping up to be a nice little E3. And, of course, you know, you won't be fighting for a front row seat for the events. Yep, They're all fr- going to be online. Your front row seat is your computer desk. So, yay, oh. bring on E3, and we'll be doing some coverage of that when it happens. What? That's something that I thought about, because I remember they got the copyright for it a couple of years ago, last year or the year before that. Uh, this is just me spec. This is just me kind of thinking uh what if nintendo announces the uh, mini 64 
I mean, that's going to be done during a direct. Yeah, because remember, they're not going to have a showcase at E3. Oh, that's true. Yeah, everyone's moving away from E3, and I think it, it might be good to help get some more indie people out there, so, you know. I, I, I do expect the big games, though, will be there just to make their presence shown. Just, yeah. uh, they, like, they, they have to, they have, they got to get their flex in there somewhere. But anyway, let's go ahead and kick this thing off with some super cool nerd, nerd news. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep it with the video game news and talk about some Sonic. Turns out there was a Sonic live stream not too long ago. I believe it was this past Monday. And we got some we got some really exciting news. First off, we're going to be getting a Sonic 2022. So we're going to be getting a Sonic game in 2022. We don't have a title. We really don't know what it's about. But we do know that it will be coming out for all consoles. So the Switch, PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox XS, and the Xbox One, and the PC. We don't really know what's in there. We don't know what the title's going to be. And the trailer that they show during their live really doesn't give us anything other than Sonic running through a jungle. Pretty standard for Sonic. So we will see. But that's not everything that we got in this live. Anyone remember a Wii game called Sonic Colors? Sonic Colors Ultimate will be now coming to all consoles, <laughs> which is a remaster of the original game. It will also feature some new things. And if you get the digital deluxe version, you'll get early access, you will get exclusive music, gold and silver wearables, player icons, and a Sonic movie boost. Talk about from left field. The Sonic news just doesn't end there, though. This um, Sonic Colors is going to be inspiring a two-part animated series. So, like, I believe it's, I'm guessing it's like two episode, a two-episodic kind of thing, called Sonic Colors: Rise of the Wisps. Um, the original voice for Sonic, which I wrote on the other side of the paper, <laughs> Roger Craig Smith, will be voicing the character for these animated shorts. And finally, Sonic Origins Compilation. We will have a compilation of Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles, Sonic C and Sonic CD. There's going to be new content, new features, but we don't have any release info. We don't really know what these kind of extra contents are going to be, and we don't have a release date. But they did announce that that is something that they are working on. So if you miss playing the original Sonic games, and you have newer consoles, looks like you're going to be getting your chance to play them soon. Or if you've never played the originals and have always wanted to, your chance will be here soon. I didn't realize how much I wanted to play a Sonic game until she mentioned that, honestly. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Sonic series, and it, it's been too long since we had a singular game. Yep, and... And I want it on my Switch. Well, I mean, it'll be coming for your Switch, <laughs> so... I want it on my Switch, yeah. You're like, oh, I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, in addition, I do want to um, make mention of one more thing with Sonic... Um, back in January, the official Sonic account had mentioned that Roger Craig Smith would not be voicing Sonic the Hedgehog in any of the upcoming games. He is, I don't remember if he's the original voice for Sonic. Please forgive me, Sonic fans. I, I didn't play Sonic. 
But he is someone that everyone has grown to know as Sonic the Hedgehog. And they announced, or he announced earlier this week, actually, right, it was either right before the live or right after, that he would be coming back to voicing Sonic for these games. So, it, while it did not outright say it, he will probably be voicing Sonic for Sonic 2022. I, I'm down. I just want a Sonic game. <laughs> like, I was thinking about games I want to play just a couple days ago, and I was I. I didn't even consider like I have not played a Sonic game in two, in many many years. I just give me tails, give me knuckles, give me the spin dash. The last Sonic game that I remember playing like religiously was Sonic Adventure Two for the GameCube. And that's still my favorite Sonic, especially that first level with that awesome song that's in there. Um, so, right, question. So, let me ask you guys this: Is I, I think both of y'all watched this? So, let's say. The voice actor, Craig, uh, Roger Craig Smith. Mm-hmm. Let's say he leaves. What if they just get Ben Schwartz to come in and voice him since he voiced him in the movie? Well, why not just get Jaleel White? What He's not he, doing anything. Did he voice? I don't know. He voiced him. He voiced him on the cartoon. Oh, well, there was you it, go. Was that one Sonic Boom as well? Uh, I don't remember if he did Sonic Boom or not. I didn't watch Sonic Boom. That's why I say I watched a little bit of Sonic Boom. <clears throat> I do recommend people watch Sonic Boom. That was a good show. Nothing against Jaleel White. Oh wait, he did. He came with a, a with he, he he has a weed plant. A, 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 yeah. I, oh, he doesn't need Sonic anymore. No, no, he's making money. So Ben Schwartz, hey, what are you doing, man? Yeah, let's go ahead and get Ben because he's well, he's, yeah. he just did the Modoc series too. Which, by the way, the yeah. Modoc series on Hulu is great. Go check it out. It's Pat Oswalt. <laughs> I've heard everyone say it was great. I've had only one person say they couldn't get through it. Well, then they were wrong. So anyway, Rick, you are up for the next story though. So let me ask you guys this. What would you do if you had $8.45 billion just laying around? What would y'all do? Um, well, we wouldn't be in Jason's extra room. Jason, what would you do with $8.45 okay, so billion? Let me, so, so let me, uh, upon her saying that, let me go ahead and amend my first choice then. Yeah, we, we wouldn't be here for, for a start. <laughs> what was your original first choice? Uh, all the Transformers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed neither one of y'all said end world hunger. I can't end world hunger with that. <laughs> so apparently um, Jeff Bezos just had $8.45 billion laying around. And oh, said, you said billion? No, you said billion. million no, at first. Billion. billion. You said million at first. Billion with a B. Oh, like yeah, okay, I, I, okay, I would do more. I thought you said million. No, no, billion. Uh, sorry, with so yeah, Jeff Bezos just had eight point forty five billion dollars just laying around and said, you know what? I want to buy a movie studio. What's on sale? Ooh, MGM. Let's buy MGM. Why not? So yeah, this past week, <laughs> Amazon bought MGM Studios for eight point forty five billion dollars. Um, which is now going to cause a whole lot of problems, kind of. Um, but it's actually not the biggest deal that um, Amazon has had. They acquired uh, Whole Foods back in 2017 for $13.7 billion. So apparently they just have they just had $21 billion just laying around. So, hey, I want to buy a grocery store. Hey, I want to buy a movie studio. Hmm. So... Um, they hope to leverage MGM's storied filmmaking history and wide-ranging catalog of over 4,000 films and 17,000 TV shows to help bo- boost bolster Amazon Studios, its film and TV 
division. Uh, according to Mike Hopkins, who is the senior vice president of Prime Video and Amazon Studios, said the real financial value behind this deal is the treasure trove of IP and the deep catalog that we plan to reimagine and develop together with MGM's talented team. It's very exciting and provides so many opportunities for high quality storytelling. In a statement, MGM chairman Kevin Ulrich said the opportunity to align MGM's storied history with Amazon is an inspiring combination. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they have the money to buy a studio, but not the money to pay their workers what they're worth. Got it. Burn. Burn. Where's Mr. Freeze for that? Burn. Um, so yeah, though, so it's, I mean, the last couple of years has been the war of the streaming service. I mean, of course, Netflix is, is, has been king for this since like 2005, 2006, since they were kind of around. Of course, Disney jumped in on this couple uh, two years ago now. Um, of course, we have Hulu, we have ESPN Plus, uh, HBO Max. I mean, I could go on and on and on about all this other streaming service. But yeah, Amazon just made a big splash in this. Um, and that was not the only merger this week, but I'll talk or this past week, but I'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, yeah, so for those that are wondering, mm-hmm. some of the things that MGM owns, oh no, little little series called you know James Bond. I don't know if you ever heard of that. You know Moonraker, Die Another Day. Um, the, I don't know the Casino Royale. You know, and a trapped lion. Yeah, there's that. Um, they also own Rocky. I didn't know they own Rocky. Uh, so yeah, those those are some of the things that uh, Amazon is gonna own, uh, which is funny because Rocky right now is currently on HBO Max, which is owned by Warner Media. It's so, it's weird that they have their own media empire, and they bought MGM. It's just weird. Like, I guess. I mean, to be fair with Amazon. As far as a streaming service, that one has always been the weakest link in the streaming services. The only weaker link was the DC one. True. Because that I mean, failed miserably and Amazon Prime is still a thing. Why would you say something so controversial and yet so brave? <laughs> it's not controversial. It is birthday. Even me, a DC fanboy, I will agree with you. That thing was, like, I was so excited for it. I'm like, oh, this crash and burn so bad. It, it, it looked like, like, like Jason Todd at the end of uh, like the killing of the family. The wow. ki- yeah. But, um, like, I feel it's like this is... dark here today. Like, this <laughs> is just Amazon... It feels like Amazon just trying to, like, get a better grasp on the streaming service, which, you know, the upside is maybe they'll actually have stuff on Amazon that I'll want to watch that's not Loop on the Third, the first. That's, I mean, I, I like other stuff on Amazon. Like the Boys, uh, Invinci- yeah. Invincible... If you haven't watched it, it's yeah. to go back. I need to. I need to. I need y'all, to. Need, y'all, y'all need to experience the magic of that. So, I guess um, so, Amazon needs to be broken up. Is the end well, of actually, actually, yeah. Okay, so a couple of things for those that don't have Amazon Prime. Here's some of the things you can currently watch on there. Uh, for TV-wise, like The Marvelous Miss, Mrs. Maisel, which I've heard great things. And also The Hands, Handmaid's Tale of Invisible, of course. The Bad Boys. The what? Bad good omens. Good omens. Yeah, a good omens. Good omens. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, and also, so currently, <laughs> and currently, right now, uh, Amazon is working on the uh, Lord of the Rings TV show, which is for one season, it's going to be f- uh, four hundred sixty-five million dollars. Well, they is... don't spend so much money on that. I feel obligated to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and along with that, also, they signed a deal with the NFL back in May uh, to broadcast Thursday Night Football starting in twenty twenty-two. So yeah. they're. Um, so yeah, this is all going on. 
But, 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 there is a big thing here. Uh, the acquisition announcement comes one day after a new antitrust claims were le levied against Amazon. On Tuesday, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine announced he's suing Amazon on antitrust grounds, alleging the company's pricing contracts with third-party sellers have unfairly raised prices for consumers and harmed competition. Amazon pushed back against these claims, saying sellers set their own prices for their products on its marketplace. Uh, along with that, um, this deal did heighten the antitrust concerns for Amazon. The company faces ongoing probes by multiple federal agencies, state attorney generals, and Europe's antitrust watchdogs. The House Judiciary Antitrust Committee issued a sweeping report last October that found Amazon has monopoly power over third-party sellers on its marketplace. So, hey, we've got all these lawsuits going on, but let's buy a movie studio and let's just kind of see what, what, what happens. Again, you can do that and then treat your employees like crap. It's yeah. a good look, Amazon. It really is. Yeah, Space Man. I know uh, uh, Jeff says he's stepping down. He's just stepping down from the public guy. He'll still be running Amazon. So. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I guess, yeah. I still like stuff they have on their Amazon video. So, I mean, yeah. Space I'm Man, entertained. Space Man, I'm sorry. Well, it was people. supposed to be death of, death of the family. Death in the family. There we go. Death in the family. I, my, he, I saw the comment. It's not killing the family. It's death in the family. Back in Jason Todd died. So, anyways. Um, so yeah, and that's the thing. That's not the only big acquisition this week, but I'll call. I'll talk about the next one here in a little bit. Well, I do have a uh, some some damn good news uh, on the Marvel front. Let me take out my lower third. So we have <laughs> known for a while that Oscar Isaac would be taking on the role of Mark Spector, otherwise known as Moon Knight. But we've never really gotten an official announcement. We honestly gotten. We've seen him training. I don't know where we actually heard it, but we do get an official announcement, and it is from the man himself, Oscar Isaac, on his uh, Instagram page for Mad Gene, or Mad Gene Media, his own production company. Did y'all know he did that? He made his own production company? Mm -hmm. um, that and, and his words that he says, hang on, I can't find it over here. I did not put it up in my pictures, but we are Moon Knight. Mm. He, and he also did this in front of a bunch of artwork of uh, Moon Knight. I'm just going to move that over here to <laughs> my uh, big screen so you can see it. There we go. Pushing that live. Uh, I am so happy as one of my favorite characters. And also he's represented by a poster on our wall here in studio because he is just that damn good. Mark Spector will finally um, be um, making his appearance on the small screen Scheduled for release in 2022, it will be in the Phase 4 of the MCU Universe. Of course, it's been held up due to, you know, things happening and whatnot. Uh, first announced August 2019. Um, oh, wow. Uh, so, starring in the series, we have Mohamed Diab, Justin Benson, and Alan Moorhead. Uh, and, uh, yeah, who is directing is what I'm trying to figure out, though. Uh of course, Feige's producing. Um, hmm. Anyway, this will consist of six episodes, 40 to 50 minute runtime. Uh, in case you're unfamiliar with Moon Knight, uh, Mark Spector is a former U.S. Marine with dissociative identity disorder who becomes a conduit for the Egyptian god Khonshu. Each of Mark Spector's identity from his DID are distinct characters. 
So is there somebody that can play three crazy people out there? It's Oscar Isaac. So there's currently no directors attached. Interesting. I'm on their IMDb page. There's no directors. Yeah. Listed. Okay. So I couldn't. So that's why I couldn't find it just now. Either way, I don't think we can go wrong with this one. We got Oscar Isaac for a TV series. Oh. So I'm just gonna say something, Whew. and y'all feel free to judge me. Go right ahead. So I, I, of course, have seen the poster we have of Moon Knight here in the studio. Mm-hmm. And y'all have explained to me before, because I did ask for a rundown of Moon Knight, because he's one I hadn't heard of until the poster. I know, I'm ashamed too. I legitimately thought he had four personalities, because I thought the girl was one of them. I thought, you know, you have Scrappy Brawler here, Commando Man here. Oh, I can see that. And um, Mr. Suave. Han- Suave Man here, and... Sexy lady here legitimately thought sexy lady was one of his personalities and she was just hugging up to the suave guy because that's what they do on those old posters. And and didn't even bat an eye. Didn't make seem perfectly I'm, normal to me. Honestly, <laughs> I probably would have been similar because I actually didn't know about Moon Knight either until we had this poster. I'm like, who the hell is that? I I honestly looking at some of the things like I I've I've got a newer Moon Knight figure over there that was released from Mesco. Oh, I and I it. think that would be the perfect re- knowing Marvel's MCU style that's what that costume is going to look like and I cannot wait so yeah I need to borrow that figure for cosplay purposes you need to stay away from all any and all Mezco figures in this house they are, t- <laughs> they are too expensive for you to look at thank you I'm stop looking at it anyway but yeah uh, sometime in 2022 <laughs> so we got a ways to go but yeah, official announcement, Mad Gene Media. Go follow Mad Gene Media, right? Because they're <coughs> they're doing some in-house stuff that actually looks pretty intriguing. So Doing it right now. Anyway, Cora, back over to you. All right. Who's ready for some more t- television-esque news? If it's what I think Ooh. it is. So it is the 50th anniversary this year of a little show called Lupin the Third. If you're not familiar with Lupin the Third, yeah, it's, yeah, Jason's over here surprised. It's 50 years, 50th anniversary of the series. I, I wish the camera bit on me when I went like, 50? <laughs> it's basically a wonderful little show where you have Lupin, your main character, who is a master thief, and the series, all of his different series will follow him through various shenanigans while he tries to steal things, does some greater good, does succeed sometimes, doesn't succeed in other times, has a wacky cast of characters. You've got your femme fatale, Fujiko. You've got his right-hand men, Jigen, and... Oh, I... Goemon. Goemon, thank you. I always blank on his name. He's always got Interpol police right on his tail. It's... It's A+. It's aces. If you've never seen Lupin the Third, as a quick aside, the movie on Amazon Prime, Lupin the Third, the first... That is a beautiful introduction to it. You don't need any prior knowledge to the character to enjoy it, and it's a good intro to all the characters. Or you could wait for Lupin the Third Part 6. This will be the sixth series that they have made for Lupin the Third, and it is specifically for the 50th anniversary. We have Eiji Suganama as the director. We have Hiroki Marufuji as the character designer, and Yuji Ono as the composer for the music. All three of these people have worked on various other Lupin the Third type media in the past, so we have legacy people working on the show itself. 
that's all we really have right now. We really don't have much more in terms of like casting or anything else like that. But knowing what we've seen in the past, it's going to be fantastic. They've always um, taken care of Monkey Punch's property very well, even after his death. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the best name too. <laughs> I know, right? Can you like? He saw the opportunity to have the coolest pen name, and he did not let that slip. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I really did enjoy the uh, the uh, 3D um, looping that they had on Amazon here. It was so good. They and oh they I they think, worked so well in 3D. I think a lot more people were brought in like. What is this looping thing? Also, I'm going to make that face again. <laughs> Another good intro for Lupin the Third for new people is The Castle of Cagliostro. Oh, yes. It is a Ghibli movie, but it is a Lupin the Third movie. So you have all the typical Ghibli tropes and Ghibli art and Lupin the Third. Yes. Well, um... Uh, S.H. Figuarts, please stop making the other characters so exclusive. I, I really need Pops in my collection over there. Wait, Pops? Funko Pops? What? Pops is the uh, Interpol um, detective that constantly chases Lupin and uses saying things like, Lupin! <laughs> my, f I always, my favorite thing is that he will catch Lupin. Like, there are times when he genuinely catches him. And then he he will turn away for like five seconds to gloat and Lupin has already like uncuffed himself somehow or he may still be cuffed and just like just like hey Pops and then just jumps out of the car and Goemon and um, Jigen are right there catch him and they just drive away I don't think there's oh another God. anime out there that I honestly <laughs> love every character in that crew I love Goemon and his like basically he is a modern day samurai with a sword that can cut through literally anything isn't it like made of meteorite? Uh, yes, it is made of a meteorite. And then there's Ooh. another character, Jigen, who is a... Jigen is the best. Jigen has like this hat. He always has a hat on. You can barely see his eyes. He always has a crooked cigarette in his mouth. And he is a sharpshooter with a big three fifty seven Magnum. Oh my god. He also legitimately... Like, he acts like he legitimately hates Lupin and his plans. He will deck him from time to time. And he will deck him. And he will be like, that's a stupid idea. I'm not helping you. And still end up helping him. Of course. Yeah, introduce yourself to some, uh, to some, uh, then it got, I, I know, but I call him Pop Spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> send me the name of Please this. Stop. I will forget. Uh, go check it out on Amazon. It's a good introduction for you. Uh, well, um, I'll send you a message with yeah, that. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway. Uh, Lupin the third. <laughs> All right, Rick. Shooting it over to you. So Aaron Taylor Johnson is like just making his way through every comic book character. Jason over there just face palmed because he hates this. Uh, so we know Aaron Taylor Johnson. First, he came out as uh, Kick Ass, and then he had his role as uh, Pietro Maximoff in Age of Ultron. Now he's taking on another Marvel character. Uh, he's going to be known as Craven the Hunter for Sony's. <laughs> Spider-Verse. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Pouring himself a drink right now. Oh my god, this is greatness. Uh, so for me personally, I've been excited. I've been wanting a Craven the Hunter one. Because Craven, watching the Spider-Man the Animated Series from the 90s, Craven was a badass. I mean, of course, he always got his ass kicked by Spidey. But hey, everyone got their asses kicked by Spidey. Um, 
But yes, Aaron Taylor Johnson is coming back to the Marvel Universe of some sort. Uh, as Craven the Hunter further expanding Sony Pictures' efforts to capitalize on its trove of Marvel Comics characters with connections to Spider-Man. J.C. Chandor from Triple Frontier is set to direct from a script by Art Markham and Matt Holloway and Richard Wenk. Of course, Sony uh, superstar Avid Arad is set to produce along with Matt Tomac. So for those that don't know, Craven was introduced as a Spider-Man villain in 1964. He was born Sergei Kravinov. Uh, considers himself to be the world's greatest hunter, a moniker he earns at first through his powers of tracking and killing big game, often with his bare hands. But eventually, his drive to maintain his grip on his title leads him to ingest a serum that gives him super strength and stamina and slows down his aging considerably. Of course, for those that know, uh, he is known to wearing a jacket similarly made from a lion's head and mane and then just like leopard print tights. Uh, and of course, eventually he mixes with New York and calls Spider-Man the greatest game he's ever hunted. Of course, uh, I mean, Spider-Man's still around, so of course, Craven has never succeeded. Uh, so yeah, Jason, what do you think about this? <laughs> you have access to a wide range of Marvel characters. Rich characters with a long history. And you make a movie with the man that hunts in slippers. <laughs> <laughs> like Aaron Taylor Johnson. This is like, okay. First off. Fuck. Uh, just, just, <laughs> oh, there's uh, one. There's our one. There's our one. I can't even. I hate this character. I hate Craven so much. I hunt well. Okay. How also do you suck at the same time? <laughs> And I have a thick mustache. All right, Thompson. You know, if, if, <laughs> don't you just call oh, Tommaso? I can make, Tom Selleck. Oh, Thompson. I can make this worse for you. Oh, I can too. Go oh, ahead. You go first. You possibly. Make oh, this? you go first. You Let's go first. Have, first off, when I heard somebody actually mention they're making, they're thinking about making a crazy. I was like, this is a lark. They're messing with me. This is a joke because no one in their right mind would make this movie, and yet, Sony. Yeah, I, I can make this a lot worse for you. Oh, dude, go, go for it. Go for it. Craven the Hunter will have a figure before before Stingray. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh. Hold on, hold on. Let me oh, wait, does he already that. have one? Let me rephrase that. He'll have two then. He'll let me Son of a <laughs> Let me rephrase oh, that. Oh now it's worse! He will have a movie version figure yeah, before so Stingray have, comes out. So he'll have two figures. Possibly three, because you know they have multiple outfits. Oh, they do. <laughs> he has. He'll have three. <laughs> Maybe four. Who knows? What? No, three seems more. Recent. I understand. And of course, you know, there's always going to be the video I, game I version as well. I understand that he is part of the Sinister Six. He he did the whole the hunt of Spider-Man. The uh, but dude. This character is so lame. First off, is Aaron Taylor Johnson going to go full on? Is he going to do the stupid Russian accent? I mean, he kind of did in Age of Ultron. Oh my God, he did. Is he going to grow a huge porn stash? Probably. Oh my God. He's a big buff dude already as it is. He can only get look, bigger. Look at this. Look at this clown show of a character. Look at him. Look. He First off, this is going to piss Pete off, which, okay, I'm actually okay with that one. But... Regardless, you, oh, why? Why not? Sony. Oh, man. You know this is going to lead to a Sinister Six movie. They could do 
so many other things with the Spider-Man license. Think of all the... Wasn't was Craven an original Sinister Six? Why are we making movies about villains? Why Because not? we're tired of heroes. Yeah. We've had a lot of movies about heroes. There's so, not a lot about villains. What's the plot in a Craven movie? What's the plot you come up with? Okay, he hunts well. He goes around and kills heroes. Which Maybe. heroes do they have licenses for? I don't know. Just make some one. Mix some up and just have them kill them like nice and gruesome. Go on. What? I, I don't know. I don't know the character. But that's the thing. Sony's got a lot of the Spider-Man licensed heroes. I don't know. Have them kill Aunt May. There you go. But any... Wow. No. <laughs> but any hero that he could go after that you would put in the movie for him to hunt? Or I'm just going to make fun of him every time I can. Why wouldn't you just make a movie of that person? What's he going to do? Miles Morales? Hmm? I'm telling you, if you put any hero of any credibility in this movie for Craven to go after, I'm going to be even more mad because why didn't you just make a movie about them? <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying this way too much. Who's going to go after? Spider-Gwen? Make a Spider-Gwen movie. To make a damn Craven movie. God! Oh! This, oh, I like what this makes I like, me so I like angry. I said. An origin of him and the old country with the chameleon. Still, no, 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 no. He is no. You are not selling me on this. No, you almost got. Not. You almost got a space no, he didn't, man. No, I didn't get a damn thing. I'm just saying there are so many. Other, there are so many other things. I hate this so much. I do. I do. I'm you know never, what? Okay, hold I've on. Never, hold historically, on. in reading comics, I have never liked Craven. At 8:41 p.m. on this day, on May 27th of 2021. Ooh. He's saying he's hating it. When that first trailer comes out, he's going to go, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not dignifying I'm... this shit. <laughs> anyway. And for those that are excited this... for this film like I am, Craven the Hunter comes out January 13th of 2023. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm done. We, got, we got time. I got to stop shitting on things and get to get to more of the story. Oh, Cor has one quick thing to say. Oh. Is this going to be like the boxing glove arrow from Arrow where oh, you God. said you would stop watching the show? <laughs> And then it happened. And then you continue watching the show. Boy, that mouth, that, <laughs> that mouth just accepts a foot whenever you. <laughs> that episode was only made great by the fact that we still we had that clip Damn ready. <laughs> so so after the show, we need to make sure that we save this clip so we can pull it back. It's on the internet. It's gonna live forever. It's on the internet. It's gonna live forever. That was, that was the worst show ever. Anyway. Spaceman also wanted to point out that he too hates Craven and he's not happy with the idea he proposed. It's yeah. just what they may do. He he wanted to redeem himself. <laughs> Let's talk about a good movie that we actually just saw a trailer for. Um, so, okay, bear with me. I'm going to say something and you're not going to like it immediately, but Ubisoft is returning <laughs> to making movies. Stop, please do not turn off the show. They're making, they're not doing another Assassin's Creed movie, thank God. Oh, man. <laughs> but Ubisoft is returning to the big screen with the help of IFC Films with a movie called Werewolf Within. Oh my God. Before the show, we watched this trailer, and uh, I'm going to play it without sound, and it doesn't do it justice. But uh, this looks really good. Basically, it is described as a good old-fashioned sleepover, but with guns. 
it is based off the. Uh, it's actually based off of a game, Red Storm Entertainment's uh, VR social deduction game, Werewolves Within. Uh, actor Sam Richardson will star as a park ranger into a town called Beaverfield. <laughs> it also stars Milana Vantrub as a postal worker working in the town uh, as they try to deduce the killings being done by a mysterious beast. It also stars Javier Harvey Guillermo, who you might know, uh, uh, Gullian, as you know from Guillermo. 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 I can't roll anymore. Guillermo. I got you. Uh, from What We Do in the Shadows, who, as quoted in this article I read from Kotaku, the best line in the trailer. Yeah. Absolutely does. Oh, and you know what? Without even knowing that, yes, he had the best line. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this movie will be in theaters June 25th and and on demand on July 2nd. Um, Cora and I both watched this and mind you, more, more so we were like, how is Ubisoft going to screw this up? But this doesn't look bad. In fact, this looks really good. I... Now we're laughing our asses off. I'm very excited. I love I love horror movies or just in general, but my favorite kind of horror movies are things that are considered like B horror. Like they're not low production or anything, although those are also fantastic. But they're horror movies that don't take themselves too seriously and or go way over the top with everything they're doing. And this gave me Wolf Cop vibes. <laughs> and I love Wolf Cop to death. If you've never seen it, please watch it. It's not scary. It's a it's a good time. Just not if you're squeamish. There's a lot of blood in that movie. <laughs> uh, it's Sam Richardson and um, Milana Vantrub uh, are legitimately actually very funny. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen interviews with the both of them, and they are hilarious. Like I, I follow, I actually follow both of them on um, uh, tw- on uh, Instagram, and um, they're hilarious. So. I could really see this working. Of course, we saw him uh, in Veep. He was uh, Richard in, in Veep. Mm. I was in Veep. Yeah. Uh, it's, on, it's on Amazon, though, isn't it? Um, is it? Is Veep on Amazon? I is think it it's on Hulu. Is it that or Netflix? I thought it was Hulu. <laughs> we just did three streaming services. Anyways, Who knows? Anyway. Veep. Either way, um, definitely putting these two together. Somebody saw this and said uh, this was going to work, and it's already working for me. Please go see the trailer in all of its glory. I will have it linked in the description below uh, after the show. But it is, uh, I hope this is, uh, I've seen him in a couple things. And I'm hoping that this is the breakout role for him. Also, Milana Valtrop, she's been in so many things that like just smaller things that you see Mm -hmm. her. Please go watch some of her shorts on Comedy Central because they're hilarious. But uh, yeah, I'm down for this movie. Ubisoft, you are redeeming yourself. (laughs) I think the thing that made the trailer so much fun is none of the comedy and jokes in it felt forced. All of the all of the jokes felt very natural and just actually funny instead of we're making a joke, huh? Get it? Did you get the joke? They they legitimately were here's some one-liners and they're actually funny. Especially the one line. Please go watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, this this trailer's and I, I'm 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 like this is one of those movies I, I want to see first run. Yeah, I want to go ahead and get it. So, yeah, look for that. Uh, what did I say? June 2nd? Uh, June 25th. 
and on demand July July second. So yeah, I'll check if Galaxy Theater will get it. If we can, I'll see if we can get rent a theater out for us. I'm I'm going to be watching this. All right, so we got a couple minutes. Core, go ahead. It's on you. Alrighty, it feels weird having to follow up this with this, but that's fine. <laughs> Just because yeah, that's that's a good one. I know what it's <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> there's going to be a new educational series coming to Netflix called Save the Cat Goes Anime. As a quick aside, for those who are unaware of what Save the Cat is, that is a book series that was written by Blake Snyder, and it is about various scenarios and writing for screenwriting and other writing, technically. Though he was a screenwriter, so there is a little bit more emphasis on that. With this series, however... It's going to be discussing some of the anime on Netflix, you know, Beastars, Devilman Crybaby, A Whisker Away, um, Seven Deadly Sins, you know, all of those good nuggets, and applying the principles of Save the Cat to the series, or to the, each of these series. Each of the episodes will, be, will feature anime and manga influencers, as well as other screenwriters. For the first episode, we have, um, oh god, I can't read my own handwriting. Um, Aki Derrett, I believe, that's what I wrote down, <laughs> and Corey Miles, who is a screenwriter. I'm very interested in this. I'm not, like, I used to write a lot more than I do now, but I find, you know, storytelling techniques and dissecting story elements and such very intriguing, and I'm very interested to see how this series is going to play out. Um, we don't have when this series is going to be coming out just yet. But knowing Netflix, since they've already announced it, it's probably not going to be too much longer. What do y'all think? Um, I kind of like they're doing an educational series on Netflix. Especially something... You, there there should be more of this. More of this. Not just <laughs> in random YouTube videos spread out, but... I'm interested in this. Maybe something more for kids to learn from, you know. And I mean, it's anime. I mean, it's going to do well. Oh yeah. I'm, also, I'm, just I'm, such a weird title of "Save the Cat." So I'm a little like, surprised it wouldn't be like a Crunchyroll or um, um, hmm. what's the other one? Um, Funimation. Funimation. Yeah, but hey, you know what? Great acquisition for Netflix. It, they're just boosting up their anime Apparently we can, profile. We can get something on Netflix. Okay, we can write something and get it on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> probably they're probably just paying us like ten dollars. <laughs> no. no See, they, um, they oh. Money. I did want to also point out that the people that own Save the Cat currently are working with Netflix on this series. So it's not just they're taking oh, those cool. principles and just having other people talk about it. They are having the people that are in charge of this property now working with closely with them on this. Because unfortunately, Blake Snyder did die in 2009. So he, he can't really oversee it himself. But those in charge of his estate and his property are on board with helping with this. I mean, I got plenty of things to add to my Netflix list, but I've actually been burning through it, so I gotta check this out. So I'm always mm-hmm. happy whenever like companies and estates work together like this. Like, hey, mm. we'll let you do this, but we're just gonna be very protective of it, and that's always a good thing because I've seen things before. Uh, yeah, you can use this and then completely butcher it. I'm looking at you, uh, uh, extraordinary gentleman, the one with. We don't talk about that one. Yeah, the legal <laughs> as, a common, fa- as a common family, we don't talk about. Yeah. That. But we're running out of time. Rick, you need to go ahead and hit this last story, and then I got one to close it out. So this actually was somewhat breaking news as we were getting ready for the show, and I wanted to include it in here because uh, we're going to go back to Wakanda again. 
like not just I'm not talking about just a film. We're getting a Disney Plus series about Okoye. That is right. We're getting a a uh, Okoye based series uh, for Denegoraru's Okoye. Uh, that's all really we know. Um, we know it's gone far enough where they have signed her for the series, um, and that's all we know. Uh, we don't know uh, when this is going to take place, before or after uh, uh, Endgame, before or after Black Panther 2, uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, or I'm sorry, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, we don't know who else is going to be, which is no Danae Guerrero is coming back. And it's going to be based on her. Uh, so I'm excited for this because I love... I mean, I love Black Panther. And I love the Dora Milaje. And, I mean... When they say... The uh, Dora Milaje have jurisdiction... Wherever the Dora Milaje are at... Like... I don't want to just completely butcher that line. But that's, like... I don't care. That's, like... That line was just like... Let oh me, my let God. Me, let me, let me. Yeah, you go for it. The Dora Milaje have jurisdiction... Wherever the Dora Milaje may happen to be. That's the line. That's the line. First off... Denai Guerrero can carry this series. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, who does not love... I mean, Walking Dead loved her in that one. And her portrayal of Okoye... Yeah, yeah, I'll pay money to watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> just just her, her one-liners, but then she... You know, she doesn't play the role completely hardcore either. Like an antelope. Like she has those moments where she lets out said... That that beautiful smile of hers. <laughs> also, let's pretty lady. Yeah, pretty lady. But uh, but very talented actress. Absolutely, she can carry a series where she's running the Dora Milaje though. The like, training. We oh man, we could see more of like yeah the coming up like Ooh. trainees. Her sending the dispatching them out on uh, different missions, missions and stuff. Because I mean, her interaction with the other tribes. She's not the 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 person. While she is the protector of uh, uh, T'Challa and everything, she's also running all of the security. Oof. Yes, I want this. I need this. I mean, she's and she's portrayed so strong in the show too. Because she's a pilot. When she launches the spear through the friggin' the SUV and oh. Black Panther. I, I just like imagine the banter between her and Shuri when Shuri's giving her her new technology for the Dora Milaje. <laughs> yes, all of this. This is this is a good choice. I'm I'm glad to see her leading the series too. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. she's so ready for it. She's been ready for it. I got to meet her a couple years ago when she came to Dallas Comic Con. This is just sweet and she's person, awesome. Dude. Like interviews with her, she's always just like she has this huge, just beaming smile. I love this lady. And she's it, it's such a difference from some of the characters she's been known to play. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're giving her this opportunity. My introduction to her was Michonne. I mean, yeah, hardcore Michonne. You know, ain't scared of a damn thing. Yeah. But also, she showed that soft side on the show too. Yeah. This this was a good choice. She is money waiting to be to be made. So, congratulations, Danae, and we. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I feel like we're the winners in this one. We get a, we oh, get yeah. a series. Oh, yeah. Cora, any thoughts? I'm just really excited. <laughs> Dermalash, yes. Everyone loves Okoye, though. <laughs> I didn't think this is what you meant by opening up Wakanda. A, <laughs> the Olympics? Maybe a Starbucks? <laughs> like an antelope that line killed he- me. Like an antelope in headlights. <laughs> She's just Doo-doo. so good. Yes. All right. We're not done, that. We are not done gushing over her. There will be a whole show dedicated to gushing over <laughs> this lady because she is that awesome. All right. Well, I do have some awesome news to end out the show. Uh, 
So uh, CNN has recently reported a uh, through the use of technology, a man who has been blind for over 40 years has had his sight partially restored. The 58-year-old man, who they're not revealing his name just yet, uh, who for 40 years has been suffering from retinous uh, pigmentosa, a neurodegenerative eye, neurodegenerative eye disease where the loss of photoreceptors can lead to complete blindness. Basically, it changes how we respond to light, which is basically how our eyes work. But through, a use, uh, through the use of gene therapy, injecting it with a viral vector and making it light sensitive, they have created a new therapy called optogenetic. Ooh. They create an artificial photosynthetic layer on your eyeball. This has given him partial sight back, and they're they're hoping that uh, eventually this will become uh, a better process and fully restore sight. Ladies and gentlemen, through the power of science, we are making the blind able to see again. I did not have the right picture up while I was talking about all that. Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, why is there a copper holding? I know. Um, this is uh, this is Nobel Peace Prize winning stuff right here. That's incredible. And I'm going to be honest. I thought he was going to be wearing like a visor like Jordan LaForge from Star Trek. But that's fine. That's fine. Somebody is regaining sight through the use of science. And damn it, this is good. Uh, a lot of this is being uh, led by, I remember the name, James Bainbridge, the professor of retinal studies at the University, of, uh, University College in London. Uh, he said this technology might help those whose eyesight is severely impaired. It is a high-quality study. It is being carefully conducted and controlled. The findings are based on laboratory tests in just one individual. Further work will be needed to find out the technology can be expected to provide useful vision. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're working on it. But, man, this is the kind of stuff. I'm, I'm When you make lives better through science, yeah, this is... This is my jam. Who would have, I mean, in the in the short time of our lives, think about the bounds and leaps that technology and medicine have made. Exactly, yeah, we've got everything in one phone now. But this kind of stuff, um, helping out people who, you know, the one that I'm particularly passionate about, people who've lost limbs and things like that. So, as much as I joke around about I'll have a cybernetic arm one day, no, I, I would rather have that be somebody who needs one. Yeah. So these are the kind of stories that just make me happy. That knowing knowing that someone's life could potentially made better. And yeah. Sorry. This I got a little got a little preaching there. No, again. let's let's let Yeah, never be never apologize for doing a feel good story like this. Believing in science. Happy. Uh if you do want to know more, there is a uh a study published in Nature Medicine. I'll have a link in the description below, of course, so you can go check it out. Because I mean, I'm very layman describing the scientific <laughs> process. By go read some of the words that I have to maybe do a little Google search for to make sure I know what they mean. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> well, that puts us right up to the mark. Nice show, guys. It's good to have everybody back in the studio doing this thing for the second week in a row. Cora's going to be taking over uh, at the table here soon, but. Look at it! Look at how! Look at that look of shortness on her face. I think, <laughs> I think that's fear. <laughs> but we do have some big things coming up. Make sure you go over to Facebook.com/scnslive, Twitter.com/scnslive, and on our Instagram page at scnslive. There will be things coming along. We're we're getting back into the swing of everything, and um, 
One that will be coming back first will be our D&D games, which is going to be a blast. Uh, I don't know. We, we, we want to film part of it but uh, this Saturday, but it'll be, it'll be more of an uh, episode zero. But look to the social media pages for more information on that when we do it. Bring back some of our other shows and maybe even, like, finally a website being launched for this thing. Website, you say? Don't go to uh, supercoolnerdshow.com just yet. But soon. Anyway. Soon. But that has been the show. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at JasonTheX on Instagram and Twitter. Rick, where can they find you? You can find me on their, uh, blah, blah. You can find me on Instagram under NerdyRick89, spelled N-E-R-D-Y-R-I-C-89. Oh, wait, there's a lower third now. Forgot. I don't have to spell it out anymore. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it wasn't running. <laughs> you can oh, find yeah. me under this name right here under the lower third. Third, uh, you can find me there on Instagram doing the 100, 365 day challenge. Picture day every day for the whole year. Uh, shout out, actually, tomorrow if you would like to come out to Galaxy Theater at Grandscape in the Colony, I'll be seeing Corella with a couple of cosplayers at seven thirty. Um, so come out, have a good time with us. Excuse me. And uh, also, real quick, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring it down just a little bit. Uh, rest in peace to Kevin Clark, who played uh, Freddie Jones, a.k.a. Spassy McGee in School of Rock. Uh, he unfortunately passed away earlier this week at the age of 32. And also, uh, rest in peace to Samuel E. Wright. He was the voice of Sebastian the Crab in The Little Mermaid and the original Mufasa on the uh, Broadway version of The Lion King. So rest in peace to both of them. Uh, Samuel E. Wright was 72. Cora? Now it feels awkward. No, I'm <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Corodono Art for all things art related, Suikoden related, other related, I guess. Since Jason's going to make me tweet about a, a fish man. <laughs> you can also follow me for all things screenshot related in Final Fantasy 14 at chaotic underscore noodle on Twitter. And um, I'm going to steal this. Just... <laughs> Run, Cora! I got him! Run! Uh, this is going to be fun. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. That is it for the show. We'll see you guys next week. And until next time, as we always say, keep, keep on, on nerding! nerding. All right, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.